and again, importate. Hashtag anal. WVAG Vag TV. Welcome to the 43rd annual Import Taste episode. Has it been that long? Yes, we I'm do these. We I, do one a year. I'm still locked in this room. Yes, uh, it's Sean and Eric. I'm I haven't. Sean. I haven't seen the light in two years. He's deprivating me. Yes, for 40, light deprivation. For 43 years, he hasn't seen the light for two years. I'm 43. You're 43 plus whatever you were when you came in here. What year is it? It's 2078. Wow. Yeah. Time warp. Yep. Is this, is this the plot to um, that one Mel Go- Mel Gibson? Goopson? Mel Goopson? Mel, Mel Goopson? <laughs> Where, I think it's the aviator, maybe. Mel oh, Gibson the... is in the aviator? No. Oh, wait. I'm no. thinking of the flight of the navigator. No, it's the one where he... Uh, Compliance. It's, it's set back in the uh, 50s. And oh uh, yeah no see I haven't seen that and one. he agrees to like get cryogenically frozen and then mm-hmm. he does and then all of a sudden the war it was over and uh, that warehouse that he was in gets kind of like forget forgotten about and then one day some kid finds it or something and cracks it open and he comes out as a young man is is the cryogenic freezing chamber in in a barn for some reason it's in it's in like an old like plane hanger okay see maybe i have seen this but it's been so long that i'm conflating that and maybe like the one where they make a plane and they fly with the uh with the geese fly away home Is that's that, that one oh yeah i used to watch that when i was a kid I... uh yeah i i it's him and his daughter or something and they build that they build yeah, that makeshift plane it's jeff daniels and um uh jeff daniels okay uh what's her name she's she's the jeff she's... bridges her name, her name. Jeff Daniels and Jeff Bridges. Jeff McDaniels. I can't, I can't see gender. <laughs> That's very nice of you. you, yeah. s- you everyone's a hermaphrodite to you? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, that That's funny, too, because that brings to mind... Um, you know, I, I have my girlfriend in Mexico, and everyone told me that when I would get down there, she would be a man, right? And I was being I catfished. remember I made a joke like that. So many people did. Uh, if you thought you were the only one, then I've got news for you. Uh, do I get a consolation prize? No. What's the news then? Um, so I, I got down there and she was a woman, which is nice. I inspected her thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but, but while I was down there this last time, they had catfished on like MTV or whatever on TV. And I was like, Hey babe, uh, you're a woman, right? <laughs> Because like, like I, I explained to her like all my friends made fun of me and said you were gonna be a man. So yeah, so I was glad to find that she was not a man and definitely a woman. Uh, so yeah. Um, speaking of Mexico, I could tell you all about that, but I know you have a bit of a more pressing story here. Uh, you were hit by a car today. Uh, yeah, and I just hit the mic. Damn, I'm hitting everything today, dude. You're just bouncing off everything like a fucking pinball. Um, yeah, I got hit by a car, and he's been like itching to. to get down to it to t- so I can tell him. Well, for the listener, he hasn't told me yet anything no. about it. He, he came in and I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, I'll tell you in a minute. Yeah, on the pod. I he's said, like, uh, I don't see a microphone, bitch. No. And I was like, oh, geez, sorry. Story time comes when the microphone is plugged in and hot. 
Eric and I refuse to talk to each other unless it's on the podcast, because otherwise we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> Except for like, can I use your bathroom? Or yeah. he just looks at me and he points at his dick and he goes, and he says, and he nods, <laughs> and then I just piss on the floor. Sometimes I nod, sometimes I shake my because I'm already naked. It honestly doesn't matter what I do, like how I react. He pisses on the floor either way. So, um, so yeah, you're naked and you've got brush burns all over you. So explain these brush burns. Uh, so I'm riding down Carson Street, and um, wow, this is great radio. <laughs> so I was riding down Carson Street, and basically what happened was. Um, so I'm going to man up here. I, I didn't cause it, but I pee, I looked away for a, like a split second. And then I looked up in front of me and the guy in front of me had failed to use his turn signal to turn right. And he was slowing down already. And he mm-hmm. made the turn as I like struck the back of his car. Okay. So you didn't get hit by a car. You hit a car. Well, technically, yes. Okay. That's a little different. Technically, yes. But in the way I think about it is it was his fault. Sure. But when you say I got hit by a car, I imagine a car striking you. Oh. Like I the think front I, of yes. the car hitting you in the side. I or struck the car. From behind. Okay. Um, so you've lied to me and you've lied to the listener today, Eric. <laughs> I didn't lie. So how did you get scraped on your leg then? Um, so Did you slide under it or something? No, like trying to no. Stop? So I, uh, I, so I see it at the last second, I get a little bit of brake action and I get to turn, starting to turn with the car a little bit. And then I like slammed into it and still had my right hand on my handlebar and I was turning my bike. Meanwhile, my left hand and shoulder and elbow were like up on the trunk lid of the car, so I'm like propped up on the car, leaning against it very hard. Um, so I remember thinking, well, f- maybe I can get out of this if I just kind of like push, like okay. push off. But I w- I knew I was like, there's too many G forces for for me to just push off with my arm. Mm-hmm. So I slid my foot, my left foot, out of the 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 little the strap on my pedal and went to put it down and you know i was thinking i remember thinking you got to watch out for the tire you don't want to get sucked into the car yeah so, so you're on the left or the right side of the car i'm on the right side of the car and he's turning right he's turning right huh and um cuz what basically what happened i remember at the very beginning i was behind him and he did not have his turn signal on i peeked over to the right Real quick, because I thought I saw somebody I knew. I peeked back, and boom, he was like right in front of me. Mm-hmm. So I had no like no choice. Um, so after, so what did she look like? A terrible Yeti. That's you were checking out a terrible yeah. Yeti when you hit this car. What are you What are you implying here? <laughs> are you implying that? I'm implying you were checking out a hot chick on no, the side of the road. No, it was a bearded dude. I thought it was my uh, dodgeball pal. You thought it was a mirror but, on the side of the road and you saw yeah. yourself? I, that's what happened. I spooked like, myself. <gasps> I spooked myself. What am I doing over there? And I swerved into a car. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No. Uh, so I remember putting my foot 
when I went to put my foot down thinking I you got to stay away from the tire. So I put my foot down and I actually went to go push. And while I went to push, that's when I felt the car tire like roll over the, sh- the side sole of my shoe. Oh, fuck. But not enough to get my toes or anything like that. Damn, dude. And I immediately was like, abort, plan, not good. And so I picked my leg back up. And that's when I basically just threw on the brakes. And I'm like, I, I got to get off this car. So I, I slammed on the brakes and just let the car go. And I slid off and then landed on my leg knee area. And, so uh, how fast was the car going at this time? Oh, I would say 15 to 18 miles an hour to maybe 20. 15 to 18.3? Yeah. It's pretty... I had my radar gone out, but okay. it's broken now. Yeah, I would imagine so. Uh, actually, here, I'll show you the photo of it. This was the aftermath when I got home. Damn, dude. Did you get sliced? Yeah, I think I hit a rock, like a small rock, and it like sliced it a little bit. Is that deep? It looks... No. It's bloody. It's bloody, but... Well, we're going to have to put... You'll have to text me this picture so we can put it up with the podcast. Okay. So the listener can view your bloody bloody leg syndrome. Um. So I remember... Well, I'm glad you're okay because when you text me, I got hit by a car. I'm like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and I'm casually like, oh, no, I'll still be there. I'm still like, making oh, the podcast. I might be a few minutes late. I'm like, dude, we don't have to record the podcast if you're like... <laughs> In, you would like come limping in with like a half your foot missing, like and fucking broken, <laughs> yeah, broken blood, femur. Blood still gushing. I'm like, let's let's roll, let's do this. And he's like, I, I only have a limited amount of time here to get this yeah. episode in. And then like as soon as I'm done with the podcast, just pass out. Yeah, exactly. And then you scramble to give me a blood transfusion, and the only thing you can find is a a goat. So, I, long story short, I become Goat Boy and. I graze in your backyard. And then we recreate every episode of 1990s SNL. Yes. <laughs> All right. Meh, meh, meh. All right. Well. Uh, so a little bit more. I Sure. This is just the fucked up part. Is uh, Oh, yeah, sure. Let's get to the fucked up part now because um, that wasn't fucked up yet. <laughs> so I hit the brakes and I hit the ground and kind of roll and like push my bike away and... I get and then like as I roll on my back, I like complete complete the roll and get up off my knees and get stand up and that's when I see the car like whipping around the turn, the next turn just took off. Oh fuck! They didn't give a shit. No. Oh my god, dude. Um, so then I'm like gathering my my bearings and just trying to like see where i'm at and like, you had to gather up all your ball bearings too yes. after that yeah my my ball bearings blew apart scattered everywhere out of your knee yeah my ball the, the new ball bearing stainless steel knee fancy and uh i got an eye scratch so yeah see him go around the corner and then i get up to go get my bike and then i look up and there's a guy trying to make a turn from the other lane turning left onto the same road and he's just like patiently waiting for me to get out of the way Mm -hmm. not like whoa dude you just got fucked up you okay he's just like hmm okay um just get your bike and uh, i'll just go here okay and like i picked up my bike and jump up on the sidewalk (laughs) and he just continued on his way oh my god dude um 
So there was like a, a real lack of, of regard for a human life. Right. So wait, so you were going <clears throat> which direction on Carson? Out of the city or into? Out of. I was going towards my house. Okay. Do you always ride up Carson at night? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like the best place to ride because of all the fucking traffic it's and the shit. quickest is it yes do you just go past the cars then because it's like it's so, so many lights on carson street no not really like or do you when do you turn up 12th no i i go all down carson and then like to 18th uh, or what really trust like for some reason at night when i go home like it flows very well like the lights are always lined up huh and there's a little that's, bit of traffic. That's so shocking to me because I I avoid East Carson Street at all costs. No, like really, like to be honest with you, there's that trail across the river that the uh, Eliza Furnace Trail, the one at Fergus Trail. Okay, well, what do you mean across the river? Across on the, on the other, other side, side of, the of the river, like near to the north, like on the, in on the city side of the yeah, river. Yeah, the city side. Okay, there's a trail, and you can cross it at Hot Metal Bridge. Uh huh. And then you can get on that trail, and it takes you directly into downtown and brings you right to Grant Street. Okay. For the listener that... Bring, bring up Google Maps. Yeah. Bring up Google Maps. Get that out. Yeah. Get your GPS you wanna, working. You don't want to set it to bike mode. <laughs> Quiet mode. Um, so, wait. So, so, you're coming home from work, and what at what cross streets are you at at this point? What was that, like 19th or 20th? It was, oh, okay, I think it was like okay. right in front of... See, I'm thinking like, I'm I'm over on like 13th to like 18th Street where there's like just, it's just a fuckload of oh, shit bag. no, no. Like, I thought you meant there, like you ride on that part of the street. I'm like, that sounds terrible. When And when it opens up after, uh, I think it's like 16th Street, it starts sure. to open up. Yeah, that's, that's and a little different. And you can cruise and like you don't have to yeah, worry about car the, doors and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. So you're not in the shit at that point. So yeah, it was kind of fucked up. Like I, I like kind of took it and I didn't really get upset or anything. And I'm not really upset about it. Like mm. I, I kind of fucked up a little bit, but yeah, well, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, me too. I think the listener is glad you're okay too. Mm-hmm. The one listener. Yeah. J pro. I got one thumbs up and one thumbs down. Yeah. Which is really impressive because both of those thumbs are on the same side of the one hand. J pro. You amaze me. Yeah, he doesn't. He will never look at us. He just doesn't no. even look back. Yeah, he's facing away from us. How does he even know what we're making? He's got a very small hand mirror. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, that was not cool, bro. Not cool, bro. Well, uh, I have a story from Mexico. If you'd like to hear it, sure. I love the. Uh latino stories all right uh the latino stories is the name of my new hbo program okay um so we ava and i had spent i don't know why you're hiding the fact you're opening a beer it's not like that hasn't been on the podcast many i know time. i know but i was trying to keep it clean no we're but not, for we're the not. listener i really need a beer because i hit a car <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's having a beer listener fucking get over it um, I'm going to have one as well. Um, so Ava and I, uh, we, I'll, I'll give you a quick, uh, trip overview. I, I flew into San Diego. Um, mm-hmm. and actually I'll, I'll package this in. There'll be a few stories real quick and I'll just do, I'll just package it all together. Mm-hmm. 
So I flew to San Diego, mm-hmm. got off the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to ask you to stop doing that. <laughs> and got a bus to the train station and then train to the border. Okay. And all in all, that took about an extra hour to do that and about $2.25. I paid for the bus. I think I was supposed to pay for the train, but I don't know how I was supposed to do that because I got in the train and the train took me down to the border and I got out and it just opened, all the doors opened and I just got off. So either it was free or I was supposed to pay somewhere else and don't know where or how. So your posters up in Mexico wanted, right? Well, no, this is, this was uh, San Diego. Oh, still San Diego. Yeah. California. So I get off at the border and you know, you have to walk across the rest of the border. So, I, you know, follow the signs to the border and I get to the border and there's these big, huge fucking fences with like razor wire and shit. They're like 20 feet tall. And like you get to the border, it's a big building right at the border. And you walk into this building and there's, there's like those turnstiles that can only go one way. And they're only like the gaps between the bars are like eight inches and it's like 20 feet tall. So like you're walking through this gigantic door that can only spin one way. So if you drop something on the outside, you're fucked. You can't get it right? Like it's, it spins one way. You'd have to ask somebody out there to grab it for you and pull it in. What if it was your passport? You're effed. You're so effed. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm well, saying. they would just kick you back into the country again, actually. It was what they would do. Yeah. But then they saw you come in, they would just kick you back out. Well, right. But then your passport may potentially be stolen by somebody. They don't give a fuck about you or your passport. <laughs> let me just put that, let me get that immediately straight. So I, I go in and there's like, uh, like six people working at these little office desks and like everything's real chill. Although there is a dude standing there with a machine gun. I just thought of something real quick though. They should be worried about somebody's passport getting stolen. But anyway. Yeah. They don't care about you or anyone That's else. fucked up because something could happen. Like someone could get into the country. I don't know. My, I didn't like, drop my passport and ask them what would uh, happen if I dropped my passport. Did you ask you all these questions? Yeah. I, I didn't ask them exactly <laughs> their protocol on the drop passport. So... Mm. Eric, we can we can look this up at another time. This is completely not not worth the time of the listener's time or my time or your time. Please. <sighs> okay. Can I finish? Anyway, so I get in there and there's like six ladies working at desks. Everything's like real chill. It took me like 15 minutes to get through. I had to pay them like 30 bucks and it gives me six months of entry in and out of Mexico. So. Not to come and go though. However I want, yeah. To oh, come really? Yeah, I can I can come and go as I please for $30. Yeah, just, just skipping like, and... Skipping and, and jumping. Tra-la-la-la-la. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. I'm in America. I'm in Mexico. Yeah, it would take longer than that, but it would it would I could do that. But so I walk... I'm across- in America. I'm in Mexico. I think that's illegal to yell that at the border. I don't know why it would be, but it seems like something that would be something illegal. Something dangerous yeah. to do. They'd be like, that seems suspicious. Why does then, he keep shouting that? And then you just get sniped. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll get to the border situation. Okay. Um, but so, but going into Mexico, they're like, come on in. Bring your American dollars with you. And then if you try to get back into America, they're like, I don't think so. Like, let's have a whole lot of information and and stuff. Like, but I didn't walk back across. Can I check your butt kind of thing? I'm like, sure uh, they would want tell to. Tell me, we're going to have to do a mandatory butt check? I didn't go through... I didn't walk back into the United States. I walked into Mexico and I flew back into the United States. And there is everything but a butt check. I mean, they do those scanners at the airport and all that stuff. So it's an, ex- it's an extreme process getting did, back did, in from did the airport. Do you have a dude but, grip your balls? 
No, fortunately this time no. It was just it's just it's just a machine that probably gave me ball cancer. A machine that really? Yeah. Do you've never heard of these scanning machines? That I've like, heard of the scanning machines, but I didn't know they gripped your balls like no. That. They pro they grip you with electron electromagnetic uh, radiation. Yeah. <laughs> and I've gone through there so many times lately that I probably have to see. And doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it show like? It shows you naked. Your little wee wee. Yeah. It shows you completely naked to the person on the other side. Can anyone else see it? Uh, I'm sure they could get a, a hold of it if they leaked it. Okay, so this is boring the shit out of Lizard. I just want to get past the border at this point. Can we get past the border now? It's a buildup. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'll say it's a buildup. <laughs> so her dad picked me up. It was the first time I met him. Um, took him about like an hour to get there, even though I told her like over and over again, I don't want to like wait for an hour like at the border. I'm like, I'm going to be here at this time. See if you can get there at that time. So he comes and picks me up. It was really nice of him to do that. And we went and found my hotel. And so we get, you know, we get to the hotel, whatever I unpack. And then Ava has to come too. And she is landing at nine and I, I got into uh, San Diego at two. So it's seven hours between when I land, when I get to my hotel and everything, and then finally meet up with her. Um, so her dad and I went and got some tacos and we were talking and everything and got to know him a little bit. And he showed me this statue in the middle of Tijuana that is Abraham Lincoln holding like some broken chains in the middle of Tijuana, which just blew my mind. I think you showed me that picture. Yeah. it's It blows my mind that there's a picture of it's Abe like a Lincoln. 40, 40 foot statue of Abe Lincoln. Something, right? yeah, around 40 feet tall. And it's this, it's a badass looking statue. It's awesome. Man, but talk about an icebreaker though like, yeah having to meet her father while she's not there right for the first time and was, you have the language like the semi language barrier well like. yeah and especially meeting someone for the first time and you have to get used to like everybody's way of speaking mm -hmm. um luckily he was more understandable than like the people she works for like her her boss and her boss's buddy just are they i swear they talk quickly and like leave off sounds and words like on purpose to try and like make it more difficult for me to understand them and then they're like and then they just laugh and like i said in like, another episode they just like laugh and point at me like he doesn't even understand what i'm saying does he and i'm like about half of it but you're not even trying to make this easy for me okay um but her dad her dad speaks like clearly but softly so that part was a little difficult Cause it's like, ah, I didn't quite catch that word. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little hard of hearing to begin with, but all it's that, like, all that jamming you've done over the years. Yeah. Yeah. All the uh, making jam. Yes. We call that jamming. Where For the listener, from. there's a uh, import taste jam on sale. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, boysenberry. We, we self stomped the, the berries. Yes. We self stomped them. <laughs> we stomp ourselves. <laughs> And then berries come out. Don't don't ask questions. Yes. It's very difficult to understand. <laughs> a lot of science and whistles and stuff. All right. So we spent, we spent, oh, Ava finally shows up, but she left late. And I told her over and over again, you got to get to the airport two hours early. You got to get to the airport two hours early. Even though it's a small airport, be there early and wait for the plane. <clears throat> she got there 15 minutes before the plane was leaving. Whoa. The plane was obviously locked, so she couldn't put her bag on board. Mm -hmm. And she didn't think quickly enough to like grab like underwear and a few like necessary things and just put them because she had like a car two carry-on bags and her sister gave her this carry-on bag um to take with her and she had another carry-on bag so she had a, had she would have had room to just like take out some unimportant stuff unimportant stuff and put in the important stuff and take that with her was so, that her first time flying yes okay so you know it, you know shit happens but 
turns out later that she had to like run around for her work on a Sunday, even though she was leaving, like, which is bullshit. So like, I'm more pissed off at her work than anything. Like they should have just let her do what she had to do. Like she, and she could have maybe been a little more assertive and been like, you know what? I can't do anything for you today. I'll see you later. Um, but she's not, you know, she's not, she doesn't have that kind of she attitude. Sounds she's not like, like me where I'd be like, you fuck yourself. <laughs> you fucked. You, you, you go ahead and you fuck yourself. Okay. okay. I'm out of here. Get out of here. You fucked. So she gets there with no bag. And I'm like, well, thank God you got on the plane. Cause I, I didn't think she was getting on the plane. Cause we were talking to her like up until the last minute. And it was like, I don't know if she's going to get on this plane. She might have to come the next day and spend extra money. See, if that were a, Major airline though, fifteen minutes. I don't think that would have been enough time to get on the plane. It's not enough time to get on any plane ever. So, <laughs> um, so luckily she got on the plane like at all. Um, Was she like hanging onto the side, like flapping in the wind? <laughs> yeah, like a, like a fucking like lethal weapon movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, like banging on the window, and then the pilot looks out and he's like, "There's something on the wing." <laughs> Like an episode of yeah. fucking Twilight Zone, yeah. a good gremlin. So she gremlins her ass over to fucking Tijuana, <laughs> which is which is nice that she got there. Um, and then we, uh, I, I can't remember what we did. I think we just went to dinner. I don't remember what we did that night. Um, we might have just gone home. I can't even remember now. Um, we must have gone and gotten something to eat. I can, I can only assume because she hadn't eaten. But in any case... Um, you know, we spent some time in Tijuana. It was fun. We went and saw Deadpool. Uh, we went shopping and got her some underwear because she didn't have her bag. But then her buddy like fired her bag onto a train or I'm sorry, her bat, her buddy gra- grabbed her bag and fired onto a bus and it cost her about $12 to just have the, the bags on a bus only and go to Tijuana, which takes like 15 hours on the bus, but it's just a bag. So the bag didn't give a shit how long it took. So, and we didn't get it till like two days later because it was like a 15 hour trip and it had left the next morning. Mm -hmm. So we didn't get it till like almost the last day. So I got her some extra underwear at least. And I had brought her some t-shirts to wear like, or I had just brought her some t-shirts as presents. And it just so happens that I had these two t-shirts for her. So that worked out perfectly. I'm surprised Um, she had any time for underwear. Yeah, just barely. <laughs> uh, just just between when she didn't need it. Um, but yeah, so it was awesome. We had a nice hotel room. That was a lot of fun. And we traveled around, ate a bunch of food. And her dad drove us down to this city called Ensenada. And it was like gorgeous countryside. It was like Southern California style countryside, but in Mexico. It's Baja, California. Um, gorgeous. And that was a lot of fun. And I, you know we attached my phone to the car and I was like letting her dad listen to some music that I like and stuff. So got to know him that way. And when we got to Ensenada, we had dinner and I asked him for his blessing in marrying his daughter after only knowing him for three days. And he gave us his blessing and he was like, you know, you seem like a nice guy and Ava obviously loves you. And, you know, I talked to her about you a lot, you know, just to kind of find out who you are and what you're like. And, you know, if, 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 and I always tell her, you know, I'm not going to tell her what not to do. And if she makes her happy, then I'm, I'm okay with it and blah, blah, blah. So I got his blessing. um, I mean, it is is a big thing, like moving, you know, thousands, you know, thousand miles. Yeah. I didn't mention anything about her moving here until after we discussed it all. But then I was like, yeah, and then she'll have to move here and it might take two years before she can return. So like, 
you know, just so you know, I'm stealing your daughter away for at least two years. See ya. <laughs> and then, uh, <clears throat> so we got on a plane together and we went to Ciudad Abragon where she lives. And, uh, we spent the next like eight days there. So this is where my story actually begins. The, the, <laughs> the craziness of the story. Um, we, we spent a few days there. We didn't do a whole lot. Um, as far as like traveling around at Ciudad Obregón because I'd seen a lot of it and you know, it was a lot warmer in Ciudad Obregón than Tijuana. Tijuana was like 70 degrees. It was gorgeous out. And we did a lot of walking around and exploring, going to different restaurants and stuff. And she hadn't been there a lot either. So we like, you know, wanted to, her dad drove us around a lot to sightseeing and stuff. Um, but Ciudad Obregón, it was like time to relax. And so we like laid around and watched movies and played video games and stuff. And, uh, so one day I was like, well, it's gorgeous out. It's like 75 degrees out. It's sunny. I was like, I want to get out and like, at least enjoy the sun and go, maybe we'll go to a park or something. Let's go do something. She's like, okay, okay. So, you know, we got all ready to go, took off out, out to the parks. So we took, went to some parks, took some pictures and, you know, we're just like having a romantic kind of time of it. And then there was like this, this seesaw in the middle of the park and and I was like, oh, let's get in the seesaw. Because earlier on, after we were coming back from a movie, the one time I was like, I saw a seesaw. And I'm like, let's get on it. And we seesawed for like two minutes. And she was like laughing about how funny that was. <laughs> and and I was like, okay, yeah, another seesaw. Let's do it. So we're seesawing. And I jumped up into the air. Or, or no, I went down and she went up. She jumped up. And when I hit the ground, she bounced in her seat and her knee came up and smashed her finger right Ooh. against like the handle and her fucking blood came out through like through her pores in her finger and like, huh. like a hematoma in her finger. So her finger was all fucked up and she was like in all kinds of pain. We ran to the fucking pharmacy, got her some like band-aids to put on it. And like they, the pharmacy, the lady, the pharmacy was like, well, there's nothing really we can do for you. You might want to just take some ibuprofen or some aspirin or something. Yeah. Like, it's not much. It's can... going to be in pain for a few days, but it'll get better. And that's what I told her, but she wanted to hear it from, you know, someone, a medical oh, you're professional. Not, you're not professional enough. Well, you know, I, I tried to like calm her down, but then she's like looking at her finger and it was gross looking, dude. It was like her pores had like blood in them and it was like, Ooh, and blood came out of her finger. So it came squirting out of her pores. Like it was pretty gross. Yeah. That's pretty wild. And it was really weird looking. So I was like, Man, I was like, I was worried about it. She was worried about it. So I was like, well, let's go and see if they have like just some like anesthetic cream that we can put on it, like some analgesic cream. And I was like, anything, you know? And I asked them for that and they said they didn't have anything like that. So, which is weird. Like just some Neosporin was all I was looking for. But yeah. Um, in any case, we, we left there and she was starting to feel a little bit better and we went and there was like a place, a, a hamburger place and I got a really terrible hamburger and it was hideous. And then we went to this place next door for coffee. And then we were going to go to the mall and she was going to get some hair dye. And then mall's right across the street. So we're sitting having coffee for a little bit. And she didn't want to leave at first. And I was like, okay, okay. And then I was like, all right, well, let's just go home now. And like, let's go, you know, watch a movie or something. Let's relax. And she's like, okay, well, let's go into this mall real quick before we go. So we go in the mall. We're walking through. I see some nice shoes. I'm checking them out. And... I'm like looking at these shoes and I'm like, oh man, these are like 20 bucks. Like, and they're really nice. I want to buy these shoes. They're awesome. And all of a sudden I hear everyone hears boom. And I'm like, oh fuck. I'm like that. My brain is like, that sounded like a gun. And then people start yelling gunshots, gunshots, an explosion. 
And I'm like, oh, fucking shit. Are you serious? So we start running back into the back of the shoe store. I like turned her around and started pushing her in front of me. Like, like, let's go run, run, run. And so we get into the shoe store and they start, they close the shoe store up. They close them all up. And when I'm afraid that there's going to be like dudes walking through the mall, like in my mind, I see like dudes walking through the mall, like with AKs and fucking gr- grenades and shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And a terrorist attack. So oh. we get back into this fucking. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So we get back into this shoe store and I'm like kind of freaking out. I'm like holding her. I'm like, oh my God, babe, like, what are we going to do? And the guy's like, there's an exit back here. If we need to exit through here, we can get out this way. And I'm like, oh, thank God there's a way out to the back. I'm like starting to feel a little bit better about it. Like, okay, at least we can escape. So five, 10 minutes goes by. I don't know. feels like an hour. And finally they're like opening up the mall outside, opening up. They open up the shoe store again. And then people come in to the shoe store and they're like, he left, they left. Everything's all right. The cops are coming or not. Everything's all right. They're like, they left. It's over. Right. Turns out these dudes showed up in a fucking SUV full on like battle gear, like bulletproof vests, machine guns, and machine gun a dude to death in the parking lot in an SUV. Wow. Yeah. And like And this was like I don't know. A little bit after It's like two in the afternoon. Yeah. And so this dude got fucking murdered, dude, like out in the parking lot, right across the street from where we were having our coffee. Was it like gang shit or apparently apparently it was criminal a criminal and criminal to act but we so we went out we went well, that's uh, not a, like a, that's a not an easy feeling there right we're like fuck me and then we i didn't want to leave immediately because we know that there's these people driving around shooting people and we don't know why this person got shot to death we just hear that someone got murdered and she checked her facebook and it said like on the news near local news it said someone was killed and so that's all we know we don't know why or how or what well, we know how machine guns, but we didn't know it was machine guns at first. We just thought it was like a few, few gunshots. Cause that's all we really heard. Well, we, so we're like all shaken up. I'm like, all right, babe, let's get out of here. I was like, shit. I was like, let's just go, let's just leave. And then I'll come back tomorrow for these shoes. Cause I want these shoes. She's like, well, you could just buy them now. So I was like, all right. So we look at the yeah, shoes why go back to the danger zone. Right. So we, so we start looking at the shoes again. Like nothing fucking happened almost. And we like, I like bought a pair of shoes and then we left. And I was like, so then we like walk outside with my shoes and like, I wanted to see, you know, like what happened. And so we get outside after, you know, probably 20 minutes or so trying on shoes and buying them and stuff. And then we come outside and there's like police tape out there and there's cops everywhere with like machine guns. Cause their cops are fucking seriously like they got machine guns and shit. It's nuts. And <laughs> Um, so, and there's like all this caution tape and there's like probably 300 people standing around, around the caution tape, looking at the crime scene and like over half of the parking lot is roped off. And so we go and look and we're like looking and we can see like that there's like cars with like tires, like flat tires, like, and like one of them's like, like in the, like in the lane and kind of cockeyed and flat tire and the, the, there's bullet holes all through the windshield. And we're like, holy fucking shit, that's a lot of bullet holes. And then there's like bullet holes on the side and stuff. And we didn't even get a real good look at it, but we could just see that this is a lot of shots. I'm thinking like a dozen at this point, shots were fired. So we 
we're like, okay, we looked at it a little bit and then we started leaving. And there's this old lady there, it was like 85 years old, like crying her eyes out, and then like other people crying with her. And then I hear her say, like, I don't even want to go over there, like, I don't want to see it. And they're like, there's like cops and t- stuff talking to her. So this is this dude's mom, I've come to figure out, like, that. And it's his family there that just, he just got murdered. So we're like holy shit this is crazy and then ava goes and buys hair dye and then we walk home and like at the whole way walking home i've got like my hand on her back and like walking with her closer to the buildings than me and like me of closer to the street so that if someone comes behind us to shoot us they shoot me and if someone's driving toward us they shoot like and they try to shoot us i'll see that they have a gun and hopefully push her against the wall and jump on her or something you know um, so like, I'm just like trying to like protect her on the way home, thinking that there's just people joy riding around murdering people, not knowing like, what, oh, right. you didn't know at the reason. time. And we still, I still don't know to this day for sure that he was a criminal element that was killed. I don't know. So it could have just been, I'm not sure, but the way it looked and then there's a picture, I'll put it up with the podcast too. There's a picture of the SUV taken by a news media outlet and it's riddled with bullets. Like there's probably 40 bullet holes in this car. And there's other cars around it that have bullet holes in it too. So I think that they were on the other side, like like two like the row of of parked cars. They were going one way, the other they were going the other way, and they just shot them. Could up have been from across. Could have been a hit. It was definitely like professional. Like it wasn't just because they felt like it. It was like yeah. this guy had it coming in some way in their minds. So and they and we read about the story. The dude had like a nickname when they were like talking about him, and it seemed like. Like how El Chapo has his name, El Chapo uh-huh. doesn't really, his name's not really El Chapo. You know? Right. So this dude like had a name like that. So okay. pretty sure he was criminal element. So it's a pretty wild story, man. Yeah. Uh, and then coming home, I missed my flight coming home and I was pissed about that and spent 232 extra Yeah. You told home. me all about that one. Fucking pissed me right off, dude. So yeah, so it was a it was an interesting and eventful trip to Mexico this time, uh, I'll say. And I had I was like a little shaken after that. But well, you've already gone through something, you know, that could uh, that uh, seal the bond. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let's hope that's the worst of it, huh? Yeah, for now. Oh, all right, that was that's a little ominous. Yeah, it was. That. Um, the way you just said that now is ominous. I mean, you said for now. Oh, for now. <laughs> What are you planning? Something big. Oh, God. All right. Well, let's get to a commercial because it's been far too long since we've done one of those. And we are. What do you mean by we? In the red. What do you mean by what do I mean by we? What do you mean by what do you mean by we mean what? (laughs) On that note, commercials. Commercials. Do you like to go out at night and dance around in the beach in the moonlight? Do you like spraying copious amounts of soda? on your big-chested lady friends who are also similarly pale-skinned and have suspiciously sharpened incisors? Grab a bottle of moon-kissed, blood-orange-flavored soda and go out into the night and do something crazy. Go ahead, take a bite out of the night. <laughs> After you have moon-kissed, blood-orange-flavored soda, you'll want to hang around by your toes somehow in a cave for fun with your friends and make crazy high-pitched squeaky noises in order to see with your ears. It's it's unbelievable. You'll want to fly around at night under the moonlight. Ha 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 ha. Moon kissed. Blood orange flavored soda. 
It is the greatest feeling in the world to drink carbonated beverages. Almost as good as blood. I didn't say that. Who, who said something about blood? It's blood orange. Blood oranges. Try other Moonkiss flavors like Dark Crypt and Rodent flavored. But one thing we will never have is a garlic flavored Moonkiss. That is ridiculous. Oh, oh, get it away from me. Oh, that's, that is horrible. <sighs> Moonkissed blood orange flavored soda. It makes you fly high at night. Excuse me, sir. Did your dick alert go off? We'll send someone out right away. Oh, thanks. I don't know if I'll ever get it up again. I had it up, and then it slipped and fell, and now it won't get up at all. Sir, just remain calm. We'll have someone out there respond to your dick alert. Oh, gee, thanks. I thought it was a goner. Hopefully I can get it up again. Honey, are you coming to bed? Give me a couple minutes, babe. Dick alert's on the way. We have someone arriving at your location now, sir. You should be okay. Oh, gee, thanks. My dick's gonna be so hard again. I can't wait. Babe, did the dick alert work? Yeah, my dick's so hard now. Thank you, dick alert. Now I'm gonna go fuck my wife. <clears throat> dick alert works by having a sensor surgically implanted into your penis. So that way, when there's not enough blood flow to your penis, an alert goes out to our response team at our command center. When your dick isn't hard, there'll be alert. Dick alert. Don't forget to sign up now at your local Balls Mart and your other fine dick deep locations. All right, so uh, came back from Mexico as we talked about. Welcome, and yeah, welcome back. Yeah, fuck, fuck that. I'm not welcoming anybody. Okay. He's uh, he's in one piece. Um, oh, you mean to me. I thought mm -hmm. you meant to the listener from the commercials. Oh, fuck the listener. Yeah, okay, good. I, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. So, What thanks. do you have there? Um, I you have, have here... Mes I have mezcal. Don... It's Don Agave. I don't know why I said that in my vampire voice. Let me try that again. It's Don Agave. And it's Mexican mezcal. Respado. Reposado. Reposado. What does and that mean? Producto elaborado artesanalmente. Envasado de origen. Reposado. I don't know what reposado means. I should know that. I've never looked it up. But I can only imagine it means repositioned. Repossessed? <laughs> repossessed, yeah. Repossessed tequila. This is, this is tequila that people bought and uh, they bought it on a layaway plan and didn't have the money to pay for it. And so they came and repossessed it. And that's them. why it's aged because it yes, sat in layaway exactly. for so long. That's right. It sat in someone's house while they didn't, for some reason, didn't drink it. Um, it's a cien por ciento agave, which means 100% agave. Producto elaborado artesanalmente means a artisanally produced product. And an envasado de origen just means bottled at the source. Now, one thing I can already recognize mm -hmm. is that it is not like your t your typical tequila color. It's it's a It seems more a little more clear. It's a little more clear. There's there's three levels. There's three levels of tequila in Mexico. Um, one's like totally clear, one's a yellow and the other one's like almost a brown. And I went with the middle, went middle. Yeah, mid. it definitely, it doesn't look like your normal, like tortilla gold that you can and go down. And that's what reposado doesn't, I don't know what it means, honestly, but it, it, uh, we can look that up. Have you ever heard of tortilla gold? Yes. And it was horrifying. Oh disgusting. yeah. I used, when we were in college. I've had it. 
what was it like nine dollars a bottle or something something like? 750 it was bad yeah but okay, i mean so, when you're uh when you're your bank account's hurt, hurting give that a squirting that <laughs> i i hope that wasn't their slogan because that's disgusting <laughs> well the amount of marketing that they had or the amount of money that they had for marketing and that wouldn't surprise me if that was their slogan Okay, um, so I'm gonna hand you this little bottle, and this is the little bottle I was gonna give you, but you don't like this kind of stuff. But it's actually got a worm down in it. Okay, check it out. Worm What's this uh, little sack on? The side? I thought you would never ask. I've got one right is here. Is that we're, salt? We're about to yes, we're about to open this up now. I've got one over here. Don't pull on that one. I've got. This I'm one just over here. squeezing it. All right, that's what she said. Is this like sea salt or is this? This is salt with uh, chili powder in it. Oh. So I'm gonna open this up. It kind of looks like a bag of Coke. Yeah, it's like, it's a small little bag and it's kind of strawberry in one corner. Mm-hmm. And it just smells heavily. Now, I've already got a couple shots poured for Eric and I to take. And uh, this mezcal, it is, for there's me... a tiny little worm in there for a tiny little bottle. Yeah, there's a tiny worm in the tiny bottle. Um, we're going to drink out of the big bottle, but Eric's got a small bottle in his hand right now with yeah. a tiny worm in it. So it's a, it's, if you look at it closely enough, it's a mealworm. It is a mealworm, isn't that? And you could totally eat that. I mean, that's a mealworm is fully edible. Oh yeah. And they're actually pretty high in like What's the story behind the worm? Do you know? Uh there was a little worm named Pedro. Pedro, uh -huh. and he 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 crawled up uh to the edge of the bottle one day and he was singing a Mexican ballad and they were drunk and they they cheersed him and he lost his balance and fell backwards into the bottle and they just closed the bottle up and they decided they would drink the entire bottle that night and then eat him at the bottom to, you know, kind of send him off. Whoever got to the bottom first would eat him. Is that true? No. That's a pretty good story. You had me that, You had I made me that all up on the phone. Nice. <laughs> you had me fucking like 100. Pedro, dude, you're a racist. Well, I didn't. Oh, if I would have said something, then, then I would have <laughs> yeah, yeah, been. Yeah, exactly. You know. You're you're racist no matter what happens at the I end. I guess of that so. That's you set me up, you That's dick. Right. So um, put down that bottle because we're gonna take a shot. Okay. Now, what we're gonna me, do uh, is we're gonna do a little pinch of this chile salt, and then put it in your mouth, and then we'll do the shot. All right. Let me get the shot over here. Yep. Take that with you. I am not gonna smell it. Don't smell. It smells so good though. Now take a little pinch. Oh, I mean, it looks like you didn't get it. Is, what I is that? It. Four granules. Five. Okay, well, seven, Five granules seven minimum, I think, is the... I think I got 20 now. In the name of Pedro, do at so, least seven. All right, now this stuff is a little spicy. Well, you know I like spicy stuff. I All can right, deal well, with go that. With the, go with a pinch of salt, and then we're going to throw them back. On my tongue? Yeah, just fire it in your tongue. I don't know how you're supposed to do it, but this is how I've done it. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. Go. Mm-hmm. Salt. Mm, that's so good. Yikes. No good? How you feeling? Terrible. <clears throat> Describe it. Um. Well, the chili is like intense. Intense, yeah. The salt's pretty good. I can feel the shot going down my esophagus. <clears throat> I'm not used to that feeling. I haven't. You know how long it's been since I've drank liquor. So. All right. Well, <clears throat> the the key is I should have told you this earlier. When you drink liquor, you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. So you breathe out the liquor. So you're not breathing in. If you breathe in through your mouth, you're breathing the liquor smell in. And if you breathe out through your nose, you're breathing liquor smell out through your nose. So in order to not smell it at all, you breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, and you can blow out all the liquor taste. And that's for 
That's for all of our listeners that want to take a shot and not puke if they really aren't into it. No, I, I don't feel like I'm going to puke. I uh, Well, no, I know. But I mean, that's how I would do it in like college I didn't, when we would drink, for example, tortilla gold. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I do remember, though, in college when we would start a party and... I remember I'd get to the party late because I was working or something, and somebody's like, hey, Eric, you got to catch up. So they would just pour, like, whatever liquor was there, and I'd slam a shot. And then I would immediately, like, have to go outside, and either, like, I would catch my breath and can, like, get, then finally, like, let it settle, or I would vomit a couple times and then go start drinking beer and then just slam a bunch of beers and catch up that way. Yeah. Right. That seems like a waste of liquor at that point. I know. And like, I try to tell people that I'm like, dude, I'm not really good like with the liquor. It's not like, it's just like when I drink it, I've just, it doesn't sit in my stomach. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely a, a heavy, but this was though, I will say this was a pretty smooth taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had the liquor burn to it. Mm-hmm. But not overwhelming? No, it definitely wasn't like... And it doesn't have a cloying taste to it. The cloyingness is just that chili taste, huh? Like I, yeah, yeah. And I didn't is really the tip of your tongue hot right now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I didn't really like, you know, it didn't hit my gut like... Yeah. That's like usually what happened. That's probably the tortilla gold, the fucking... That's the difference between a $7 a bottle mm-hmm. of liquor and a $30 a bottle of liquor. That's yeah. just $30. And I, I will say it'll probably be less of a... Of like a hangover if if we were to like pound a bunch of these tonight yeah because absolutely. It's, it's probably like way like distilled right and yeah it's literally 100 percent agave that's what it's made uh-huh. of they took agave they you know brewed it up and then they distilled it like however many times it takes so didn't you said you had a little bit of a story for me tequila story did i yeah you said that uh you got one when you were in college we're helping out a, a oh some yeah friend right. fix fix their computer or something. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Um, yeah, that was off mic. Now I realize. Um, we, we, I went over to my dad's buddy's house and he needed help with his computer. I so I went over there and helped him fix his computer and everything. It took me like a good four hours or so, and he was gonna give me a big box of liquor to take to college with me, and that was my payment. So he gave me like. Is this when you were $6. on the dry campus too? Um, every campus I ever went to was a, technically a dry campus, but I was, I was living just off campus in an apartment at this point. Okay. So this was my first year at IUP. So I was about to go to IUP for the first year and that was my second year of college. I went to Edinburgh for one year, then I went to IUP for the second year. So I went there, he gave me his, he gave me the box of liquors that he promised me and I can't remember what they were, but they were pretty good. It wasn't like crap. Um, and so for me, it was like top scale because back then, like you said, we would you would buy Bankers Club whiskey and like fucking we would get like uh, those those straw because uh, it was cheap. It was like 18 bucks for a case of that. And it ended up being like whatever. It's super, super cheap. Or you'd get like Natty Light or Natty Ice because Natty Ice was like seven and a half percent. And that would get you where you were going a lot quicker or I cheaper. Think, I think it's funny. Like some of the names that they have for whiskeys and or liquors in general, like Admiral Nelson. But no, there was one. Mandy got a gin. Bankers Club. Bankers Club was that one that she. Bankers got. Club was like six or seven dollars for a fifth, and it was like. Was that gin? No, that was whiskey. Uh, what, what if was you could one? call it whiskey. What was the one that she had? It was uh, like who were the people that run the stock market? 
like brokers. It was like brokers bank or something. Brokers bank gin or something like that. And it's just funny how there might have like, been a bankers club gin too. Oh, okay. I don't know, but there's definitely bankers club whiskey, and that's what we get. Or like uh, black velvet whiskey in the little Ooh. plastic bottle. And that stuff is just rough. when I when I first met Mandy, she uh, remember it was I think it was like the fifth or sixth time or something we hung out and I'm like hey we're having a party at our house why don't you come over mm. and we'll have a good time and she did and I remember her she showed up and she had this leather jacket on and she looks like such a badass yeah and then she just like opened up the the leather jacket and like in the pocket there she had a little like quart or pint or whatever the like fuck. a flask or, or one of those plastic bottles. like the plastic Okay. Bottles of yeah. black velvet, and she's sure. like, "Ha ha ha, hey, yeah, yeah." I'm like, "This girl likes to party," and, uh, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh yeah, awesome, not yeah. for me, thanks." No, no, I, I totally didn't drink any that night, and and she did, but I just thought she was. Did such... you pretend like you were totally into it and just like make <clears> excuses <throat> not to drink it with her? Like, oh, like oh, you're gonna take a shot. I, I really have to run. And take oh, a phone beer, call. They need me a beer pong right now. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to lose face here. Yeah, yeah, and that was like the one thing. If anyone here went to college and like went to a college party, like if you puke at a college party, yeah, oh, no. you were it's like, you. yeah, oh yeah, you lose your cred, right? You got cred to take care of, and that college. was like, I rolled the dice every time I went in there to, late to the party, and I'm just trying to catch up, and someone's yeah. like, here, do a shot. And I throw a shot down. And there were nights where I'm like, I throw a shot down and I could just grab a beer and, and I'd be, be fine. fine. But then there would be other nights where it's just like. Dude, you get that moment where it, the waterworks turn on and just your under your tongue starts to just juice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You just, oh, saliva yeah. just starts producing. Uh-huh. And you're like, here it comes. Oh, God. Find a place. Because it's, co- it's going. I would usually go outside. But like, you know what I mean? Your mouth starts yeah. to water real hard, real fast. Yeah. <clears throat> And you're just like, it, and just your mouth fills up with saliva and you're like, here it comes. Oh and there were God. times actually where that happened and I was able to go outside and just like breathe it off. Yeah. And and it was just I'd that go, heavy breathing, like hands on knees. Yeah. <sighs> okay. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. But the, it's totally like the one thing about college, if you puke at a party and it's early on and it's like your first shot, you might as well just um, throw in the towel and move back home and just like you know drop out of college and move back home because yeah you might as well it's over for you for sure that's the fucking that's the whole story for you all right so um so we i got my box of liquor from this dude that i fixed his computer now going back to backtracking in case Mm -hmm. the go back to a now yeah in case the listener forgot we're going back to a that was b c and then back to a Uh you know if you've listened up in poor taste long enough you know that's how we do if you would fucking listen turn it up i really wish you guys would put another earbud in too i mean three earbuds is not enough i i was gonna say the one but yeah two is even not enough and put an earbud or two up your nose to really get that resonant (laughs) surround sound sound. that's right your brain needs to be completely then you can tuck um earbuds like behind your back molar on each side and that will resonate through your jawbone in there's a lot of ways that the professional podcast listeners do it uh extreme podcast listeners i actually saw one guy he shoved Mm -hmm. the earbuds underneath his eyelids hmm yeah, he said it gets closer to the brain, so you can. Yeah, you gotta get. It's close you can to the feel brain. the sound. Yeah, you want to he- feel the sound as soon as possible, as soon as it e- exits those buds. Mm-hmm. So it really, really drags you in. So I got these. I got this box of liquor, 
And the cat is making bird noises, but I don't think you'll hear that on the pod. Probably but, not. Maybe that one. That sounded like she farted. So he gave me this box of liquors, whatever, and I'm hanging out with his daughter, who was like a year or two younger than me. You know, we had a kind of like under the table, like hush, hush. Like she would like sneak alcohol anytime I was over there and like, hey, check this out. And I'd be like, sweet, because he had a whole fucking garage full of liquor, dude. This guy was Did he like. Keep an in, 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 ah, learn how to talk. Uh, an inventory. Yeah, he kept an inventory. He kept. It, literally, his garage was filled with boxes. So, of how liquor. did she get away with. Like. Oh, no, no. He did not keep an inventory. Oh. Okay. He did not keep inventory. He kept an inventory. Oh, he kept a arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, better. He kept an arsenal. <laughs> Um, this shit was, he had a bottle of, of vodka that was three and a half feet tall. I thought you were going to say 300 years old. I wish that was the case, but it was three and a half feet tall and it was like a foot wide and like four inches thick. It was this massive bottle of vodka. And according to him, he had drained it out over time and then refilled with water just, and it was just, it would just stand by his bar. But it was like this. When we were kids, we'd be over there and we would look at it and we'd be looking up at the cap. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we were like, this thing is massive. But so she went and got a bottle of tequila. It was a squat little gorgeous little bottle. It looked like it, the shape of it was if you had a health potion, okay, in a video game with a with an actual cork in the top and a nice ball cork that you could grip with your fist and pull out and then put back in, you know, like... It wasn't like a wine cork that you, once you pulled it out, it was out. It was like awesome. And this squat little bottle. And then it came to like this thing and it was, she said it was like a six or like a $40 bottle of, of tequila. I got it home and I looked it up. It was a $65 bottle of tequila. It was amazing. And I drank that like in my fucking really I had no business. Oh, now I remember. This was my third year of college. This was my second year at IUP, and it was when I was living living with Anthony Pellegrino. That's right. Does this mean you were underage drinking? Uh, no, I was I was above age. At oh, the okay. Time. I was I was my roommate, and all of my friends were not over like we're not of age yet. But I was the guy who got the beer for everybody. Um, so it was like we we would we would order. I think I've told it on the podcast before, but we would order from Duquesne beer distributor and they would deliver cases of beer to our apartment and we would pay 18 bucks and then they would give us 50 cents per case that we turned right, back in right. from recycling. Yeah, you did tell us. So we would like, we would have like eight cases of empty beers that this while your roommates sap. like hid behind the curtains no it was fine the dude didn't care and we would like oh. give him a hit of the pipe and like fucking <laughs> like give him a dollar for for carrying it and like help him carry it down to the truck and, and send him on nice. his way we'd all carry nice. down like three cases you know for him because we felt bad so we like do it all and then like he didn't give a shit so we knew the guys that would deliver to us and it was fine everything was fine but um yeah, so we we had that that delicious delicious bottle of tequila, and it was just high quality. No, I thought of something kind of funny real quick before we go. Mm-hmm. Um, and what if there were like liquor snobs out there, and you go to their house and they're like, "This one here is a three hundred year old vodka, brewed in the Andes of the Swiss Alps." <laughs> the Andes of the Swiss yeah. Alps. All right. Yeah. That's they they started. I don't, I don't know if you know this. <laughs> they started in the Swiss Alps and then moved to the Andes. Wow. Yes. 
That is impressive. So what if there? And then I do want to drink that now. And then you're like, well, what does it taste like? Is it really good? And he's like, hmm. Well, you can't drink it. Like, why not? You're not allowed. It's like a custom. Like you buy this this vodka. And it's like over 300 years old. And the reason why is like each person who buys it pays like 20 fucking thousand dollars for it. But there's such snobs. Like that's the like hipster snob thing to do is just like just not have it, not drink it and just have it. Yeah. Like this is my 300 year old vodka that I Fuck have you <laughs> that I just have. Yeah, <laughs> that would be terrible. I paid $20,000 for this vodka and we're not drinking it. So don't even think about it. Why would you even think about it, you fucking dick? Yeah. So, I don't know. Was Psychopath. Just, like, something funny I thought of, like, my stupid little head. Yeah. No, it's fine. Uh, I, I think it's the, 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 the tequila talking. You know what? I think we're going to do a shot of tequila before every episode, and we'll just call it the tequila cast. <laughs> tequila hour. Tequila hour with Sean and Eric. <laughs> I like it. A little, little tequila. Mm-hmm. And it'll make you feel you. I don't know what, where I was going with that. <laughs> What was that one? The getting turnt so you don't get burnt. Was that a thing? Yeah, it was totally. Is that, was that it's on this an, podcast? No, no, it's oh. a new uh, liquor uh, by one of those hip rappers. Really? You they don't want to get turnt before you get burnt. Interesting. So they're saying that if you get turnt, you cannot burn. If you burnt, then you aren't turnt. That's what I meant. If you get turnt before you get burnt, you might be a redneck. <laughs> and on that note, it is time to go. All right, Eric. Well, wind us down. Uh, tell, them where, tell them where they can find us. Uh, driving down the street, and then all of a sudden I get hit by a fucking car. All right, or but, I hit the car. But, I mean, where can they find us on, on the Internet? Oh. I'm sorry, I might be concussed from earlier. You're either concussed or drunk or both. Both. All right. Um, they can find us on Facebook. They can mm-hmm. find us How on... How do they do that? By logging on to fucking Facebook. Open, and then what? It's not just going to in Portes. This is the first time I've ever done this. Yeah, I just search for in Portes. Search for, for in Portes. Yes, thank you. Go on to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Do then the, what? Do the same. Yeah. T- tweet at... At in pod. In Tweet at us. At import taste pod pod because import taste was taken oh, as everything because we're late to the game, dude. Import taste pod. Do you think we got any of these things? We couldn't get importtaste.com. We couldn't get Facebook. So it's import taste podcast on Facebook. Uh, go to Instagram. Send us a dick pic. We don't. We're not on Instagram. Either. I am. Just send me your dick anyway. Yeah. Send send your dick to Eric. Uh, go on to. Quite honestly, we will review your dick. Podsberg.com. And visit the whole network that is just us. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just this There's podcast. a huge fucking network, like a huge parking lot size network with just one car in it. Now, I will say this, um, and I haven't actually told you this yet, but um, there is in the works a new podcast for Podsberg, uh, and that would be a Dungeons & Dragons type role-playing game podcast. I don't know what yet, and I don't know who or when, but... That is currently in the works. You're more than welcome to join us in this endeavor. I've never played. Uh, neither have I. And it's it's a lot of fun. Um, there How are do you some know rules. if you've never played? 
I listen to a lot of podcasts that are D&D podcasts, and it would be some sort of uh, role-playing game. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of jokes. And um, the the reason you have a dungeon master is he's the guy that knows all the rules. So we would just kind of have a few beers. And the way we would do it is we would do like a five-hour hangout once a month, do five hours of recording or four hours of recording, and then edit that down for the, for the month. So that's how we would get the way with that. We might do it every other week. Um, kind of the adventure zone style. You, you know what? I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to be like the McElroy brothers and we can just start having podcasts everywhere. Yeah. And I was thinking we could do one and it's hungry, hungry hippos where we play hungry, hungry hippos, drink beer and just, and, just and it's just clack, 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 <laughs> yeah. clack, 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 the whole entire episode. That is audio uh, gold. Yes. Yes. All right, well, we're going to get going here, folks, but uh, look us up on iTunes and give us a rating, a reviewing, and a subscribing. That would help us out so much because then people who aren't you and who aren't people you know and I know and Eric knows listening to the podcast, and then one day, Lin-Manuel Miranda will put some sort of reference to this podcast in his next Grammy-winning hip-hop Broadway show. So that's kind of what we're going for, and it's the only reason we're doing this. We want to be referenced in a Grammy-winning Broadway play. That's really it. Brilliant! That's the only reason for this. The right. only reason. Well, um, I think that's it. Uh, what's, uh, what's the thing we usually say at the end? Uh, tequila. If you tequila, you will shot. No, that's not it. Uh... If you Tequila bo- cast. Tequila that's, cast. That's not it either. If you bone, you will gnome. Mm-mm. God, what is it? It's something else. Something like I thought you wrote it down over there. Oh, let me see. Yeah, that's the one you wrote it on. No, no under the uh, that one. No, Wait, flip. Hang on. Just let me- you flip that one over. And then, no, turn it around. What about this one? It's the one under that one. There, there you right go. Here. It's crumbled up. This is. It's a, it's, sorry, it's a little. If you cast it, they will pod. Brilliant.
faces through the steam Applies the vacancy throwing the uh-uh to get back into character. <laughs> get out there and bite someone on the neck. Wait, no, I didn't say that. I meant drink soda. Yes, that's what I meant. In the, in the waves at night. Although it's very dangerous. Be, be careful because there are a lot of sharks out at night. Started, I started to get a little Russian at the end of this. I bond to drink your moon kissed. I should have started with that to get into the accent. 
I want to, I want to drink your moon kissed. <laughs> Flying around like a crazy bat. That's the moon quest way. <laughs> moon quest. <laughs> That's the moon quest way. <laughs> See, dick work. Dick work. Dick alert work. Dick alert works by. I have no idea how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you. Thanks, you. My dick's so hard now.